We are starting, though, with the announcement made earlier today, an update from several levels of government when it comes to child care and affordability. And at the federal level, when we decided in budget 2020. 21, yeah, thanks. Budget 2021, that we were going to make a historic transformative investment of $30 billion in early learning and child care. BC was the first province to see that vision, to understand what those opportunities could mean for families across this province, and was the first province to sign on. That was the federal minister, Karina Gould. We were uh, taking a listen to that news conference. BC families with children in licensed care that from kindergarten and younger will see their child care fees drop. And the numbers put forward during that news conference were by up to $550 a month starting in December. We also heard from BC's education minister saying the fee reductions will bring the average daily cost of child care to $21 by the end of the year down from about $53 before the start of the child care initiatives that started in 2018. We want to talk more about this and joining us to do that is Alison Merton, Director of the Early Years Department at Collingwood Neighbourhood House. Alison, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me today. Uh, Where does this put us then as far as bringing down those fees and also opening up more child care spaces, do you think? Well, I think this is great news for families, um, you know, to hear that they're going to have savings of up to $550 a month is just spectacular for them. Um, and we're very pleased to see that the province is keeping up the momentum for the full implementation of $10 a day childcare for all families. This is a this is a big step towards that. Um, and we understood that, it, you know, there was a process to it, um, but I think it's great news. Uh, does it get us closer to that, though? I know the numbers uh, that were put out today was uh, a lot of the numbers were the hopes that it's going to double the amount of spaces or expand the number of spaces that are $10 a day uh, spaces. Uh, where are we with that, though, as far as uh, actually having those spaces? It is a process, um, you know, and like I said, we knew we had to be patient as we'd be able to be, um, build, you know, this kind of uh, sustainable system. Um, I think when it comes to spaces, you know, not only is it about, you know, the funding, um, you know, for that, it also is um, about having educators to build those spaces with, um, you know, as a provider, um, it is you know, it's a constant struggle dealing with recruitment and retention. And, you know, once we have further improvements to the, you know, to the wage grid um, for ECE educators, I think that would also, um, you know, propel us towards opening more spaces for families. Uh, The government was talking about the fact that they have been opening or that more spaces have been opening up and touting that. But do we have an idea or do we know uh, how many spaces have closed in the past couple of years? Um, I, I don't anticipate that there would have been a lot of closures. I mean, certainly they are, um, there are more spaces. And we just had our, um, you know, round of applications where um, providers could apply for, you know, to be a 10-a-day childcare BC site. Um, you know, so there are still spaces opening for that. But, but what I'm not hearing in the sector is lots of closures of those spaces.
Right. Okay. What about the um, the difference then between, say, a program like yours with the neighborhood house and private operators of, of daycare and of childcare programs? Because it does seem like there's a bit of a disconnect, or at least there, there have been some concerns raised, especially by private operators of daycares about this funding model and about how this is being rolled out. Have you heard those concerns? Yes, we are hearing those as well, and it's a, a very... Um you know, an issue that has a lot of tension behind it. I think, you know, what we're all striving for is for um, inclusive, affordable childcare for families. Um, and just the way that the structures are built differently, you know, in in those private and not-for-profit centres, is, is difficult to, to do that right across the board. Right, because I understand too, and, the, and it's a different funding model, isn't it, for something uh, like like your type of, of childcare facility or the bigger childcare facilities. I know the the YMCA was at the announcement. I think it was one of their facilities that was the the host site of the announcement today. Uh, it is a different funding model for for that uh, compared to private uh, settings, and I think that's maybe where some of the concern comes that we might see some of those smaller operations close. That you know, that is a concern, and they are providing you know valuable service to families. Um, but I think you know as as we look to build a quality system and affordable, um, you know, there's a lot of aspects that have to be taken into consideration as to how how to build a public system if 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 you've got private operators. Right. And does it make sense then? I know that the province has gone the route and other provinces as well that are going along or or that have signed on to this and that are are working towards getting that promise of $10 a day childcare. I mean, there are still some concerns or at least questions about $10 for everybody, that it's not something that's focused on people who perhaps are in a a lower income bracket, who are, are perhaps more in need of $10 a day daycare, but instead it's for everybody across the board. Yeah, yeah, and that's part of having an inclusive system. But what we, you know, the the supports available to families who, you know, are lower income is, you know, and we tell all our families this, apply for the affordable childcare benefit, which used to be the subsidy program. Apply for that, you know, and have that applied to your fees also. So there's that system in place as well for those families. Right, but then the, the the issue would be or could be people are looking at this and absolutely supporting that and saying yes, people that that are in in, in a lower income or the people that can't get can't afford childcare should absolutely get help with this. But then we're also looking at families with six figure salaries that are also going to be in the exact same boat and getting the same ten dollar a day daycare. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a very true point. Um, I think I think the message is, you know, there are many, many families across BC who who need childcare, and there's just not enough spaces right now. Which is why it's important to build that system, and and have the system be sustainable and accessible to everybody. Just like you know, school access, you know, going to kindergarten is accessible for everybody. So I think that's the system we need to be moving towards. Will this lead to more spaces? And like you said, there's still some issues when it comes to wages for early childhood educators and for people working in childcare. Do you think that the, the spaces promised and the spaces needed will open up? Yes, I think they will. I, like I said in the beginning, it, it is a process. We do need to be patient. We need to work through the system. Addressing those educator wages is essential. It has to be a priority um, to build that system. All right. Well, Alison, thank you so much for joining us and for talking about the announcement today. Appreciate your time. Thank you, Jill.